What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. This is the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up. The Giants are embarrassed in front of the country on national TV by the Dallas Cowboys last night. Tonight, the Jets and the Aaron Rodgers era gets started. They can't be worse than the Giants. A big-time injury puts a damper on the rest of the season and possibly next season for the Yankees. And Coach Prime does it again this weekend. All that plus more next on Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. We are audio only today. Audio only. I said I wanted to do some audio only because this is in you know a podcast. So, um, and listen, let's get right to it. Giants. The Giants were embarrassed last night. Um, that's all you can say. They completely embarrassed. Forty to nothing. It looked like uh, it looked like a high school game where. One of the teams was just bigger and stronger and better, and the other team didn't belong on the field. And that's what the Giants looked like. They didn't belong on the field, and they embarrassed themselves. They couldn't block anybody. Daniel Jones did not have a good game, but he's not to blame for this. He got zero time. I don't think any. I don't think Peyton Manning. I don't think Johnny Unitas. I don't think anybody could have really withstood that pressure last night. There are issues that I have with Jones's game from last night. But overall, the Giants got an ass whooping from the Dallas Cowboys at home on national TV in week one, 40 to nothing. And I told you going into this season that you need to damper your expectations a little bit. Now, obviously, I didn't think this was going to happen. I didn't think they were going to no-show. This game was circled on every Giants fan's calendar for the past three months, four months, whenever the schedule came out. We got Dallas, we got week one, home, Sunday night, national television. We're going to announce that we're here. Well, they didn't even show up. They had an okay drive, the first drive. It was okay. Daniel Jones was running for his life on that whole drive. He just happened to get a couple positive yards, got him into field goal range. The block field goal, which is a devastating play, returned for six the other way by Dallas. And away they went. And then it was just that they could do nothing right. The Giants got, o- got outplayed, got overpowered, got dominated on every play, at every position, all over the field. They should give the fans their money back because it was a disgrace. On opening night to come out, it looked a lot like the Eagles game in the playoffs where they lost last year. They at least scored a touchdown in that one. This one, the Giants couldn't block anybody. Every single time, Dan- there was not a single play that Daniel Jones dropped back and had time. The, the stats say seven sacks. They had at least nine, maybe ten. Because two or three were called back on penalties, and they could have got another five. Daniel Jones was running for his life. He had no time. The offensive line got run over. They got beat at the point of attack on every play at every position. They were outcoached in every way. And we did nothing but throw roses at Brian Dable last year, deservedly so, coach of the year. He took a team that was with no expectations, got into the playoffs, won a road playoff game, 
He deserved everything he got. But now he's trying to rest on his laurels. That's what it looked like last night. That team was not ready to play. And you can make up all the excuses you want. It's only the first game. It's only one game. And listen, I am one who always says that the overreaction after week one is ridiculous. This is not an overreaction. I'd be worried. Because they just didn't look like they could compete. And they didn't quit. I'm not saying they quit. I don't don't think they quit. I don't think any player quit on the Giants. And that makes it even more scary. The fact that they didn't quit, and that's what the result was. It was was a disaster. 40 to nothing. They got shut out at home in front of the country on national TV. And Dallas, they can't beat Dallas. The Giants are 9-33 and over the last decade against the Cowboys and the Eagles. And if last night is any indication, it looks like it's going to be 9-36 and at the end of the season. Now, is the season over? The season's not over. It is only week one. But this was alarming. Now, there were other teams that played bad. There were other teams that had alarming days. Nothing like this. Nothing like this. There wasn't a single play where the Giants won the play. The Cowboys were in the backfield, all over Jones, all over the running back. Before he could even, even, on the running plays, before he could hand it off, they were in the backfield. The offensive line couldn't block anybody. The two kids in the secondary that they drafted... You knew they were going to have a little bit of a rough time. Growing pains. It's a tough position. You're really rolling the dice by putting two rookies on the corners. You're going to have some big plays against you. But they were just, they, they ran right by them, the Cowboys, last night. And Dak Prescott didn't have a great game. This was one of those games where it just got out of hand. It was a block field goal for a touchdown. Turnover, turnover, touchdown, touchdown, field goal. And it's 26 nothing before you know it. And it's mid-second quarter. The Giants failed to score at the end of the first half. Dallas got the ball back. I don't know what was said at halftime. It wasn't very inspiring because Dallas came right out and it was pop, 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 touchdown, 33-0. And your head's spinning. Then the place emptied out. The place emptied out with eight minutes, nine minutes left in the third quarter, 33-0. By the time it ended... There was nothing but Cowboy fans there, and there was probably 10,000 of them in the building. In the pouring rain. What a difference a year makes. A year ago, week one, the Giants went into Tennessee, went for two with no time left to win the game, got it, and had an upset win, and it vaulted their season into the playoffs. Last night, no-show. A complete and utter no-show. And I told you, I, listen, I've been telling you since last year, even when they were winning, that I'm not a Daniel Jones fan. He, he did play well last, last year. He got them to the playoffs. He had a playoff win. You can never take that away from him. You can never take that away from Brian Dable either. But for that, but this, this looked like the Giants three, four years ago, but worse. Now, Jones, I think, runs too much. I had said earlier 
Uh, last week, I believe that they need to get sevens, not threes, in the red zone. And he needs to learn to figure out how to get the ball in the end zone through the air. Because he wants to run on every play. It's almost like he runs first and passing is secondary. Now, I said last night is, is a hard... It's not easy to look at that because he was running for his life. He really had no choice. The first drive, you could say the first drive wasn't a good drive. Dallas was in the backfield. He just happened to skate away and get a couple positive plays, get him into field goal range. Then there was the false start, the bad snap, and the block field goal returned for six the other way. And then Saquon. Saquon was not very good last night. That's not a good start. They're going to call that an interception, the one, the pick six. To me, it looked like a fumble. He caught the ball, turned around, took a step, and the, the defender put a helmet on the ball and it popped right up. To me, it's a fumble. In the official stats, it's an interception. I don't know why they called it an interception, but they did. It's really irrelevant. The Giants cannot compete with the Cowboys. They cannot compete with the Eagles. This is now two straight games. The last two times we've seen the Giants, they gave us this. 30-something to 7 in the playoffs against the Eagles. 40 to nothing last night. Now, the luckiest thing that they have going for them is they get to go to Arizona this week. And Arizona's terrible. Arizona lost to Washington, who's not a good team. And it was close. They lost by four, I think, to Washington. And Washington could have probably won that game by two touchdowns. But if you somehow lay a stinker against the Cardinals and then you got a short week into the 49ers, it could be over early. This could be over very early. could be focusing right on the Jets and forgetting about the Giants before Halloween. Now, I told you, like I said, the expectations were too high for this team. Last year was a surprise. They over, they played over above their head last year. And it was great. It was fun. It was a fun season. They went to the playoffs. They got a playoff win. It was fun. But I don't think they were that team. And that's why I told you Vegas gave them seven and a half as their number on the win total this year. Vegas doesn't get those wrong by, by that many. Seven and a half means they're going to have somewhere between five and ten wins, max. And that didn't look like it. That looked more like a five-win team than a ten-win team last night. I'll tell you that much. So now they got to get it together. And, listen, you got you to find a way to beat the Eagles and the Cowboys at least once this year. It's absurd. Nine and 33 over the last ten years. If you can't win inside the division, you're screwed. Now, now, granted, they were bad teams for about eight of those ten years. But still, even bad teams will usually show up for the rivalry game and, and steal one. Not the Giants. And especially not last night. Last night, I told you it was a big game, and that's why I'm not calling this an overreaction. Because I went into the game saying it was a big game, and then they came out and did that. That was a big loss. That's a home division loss. And you didn't even belong on the field. They ran you right out of your own building. I couldn't believe that there was still eight minutes left in the third quarter at 33 nothing. 
I looked. I was at work, and I looked back up at the game, and I go, wait, why are they still throwing the ball? They're up 33 nothing. And my buddy goes, because it's the third quarter, and there's eight minutes left. They got embarrassed. The Cowboys piled on. They didn't, they didn't let off the gas at all. And you know what? There's no running up the score. It's the pros. You're getting paid for the... That's it. Make a stop. The Giants' defense was not very good. The secondary, like I said, the kids in the secondary, they're going to have growing pains. It's a tough position. It's an even tougher position to play as a rookie. Okay. And the Giants are starting them on both sides of the field. So that... And, and that's going to be an issue. They're going to need to grow up fast. And now I think the Giants, they got to come out and they got to win or at least compete against San Francisco in two weeks. Because beating the Cardinals next week has not proved nothing to nobody. The Cardinals are a bad team. They should beat the Cardinals. They have to beat the Cardinals. Like I said, God forbid they come out, they lose the Cardinals. You're staring 0-3 in the face. And 0-3 does not make the playoffs in the NFL. And Brian Dable... You know, now he's facing adversity. It's not all roses like it was last year. The honeymoon is over. Joe Shane, this is your quarterback. You chose this quarterback. We, A lot of us were screaming, myself included, that we don't think he's the quarterback. That if you're going to draft someone from Duke, you better be a basketball team. Well, you say you disagreed with us. You gave him the check. You gave him the years. You hitched your wagon to him. And he runs around and he, and he throws second. He's a runner first and a thrower second. And that can't survive in the NFL. It can be okay in college. Not in the NFL. You will not survive as a quarterback. You will get hurt. The defenses are too big. They're too fast. They scheme around it. You will not survive being a runner first and a passer second as a quarterback in the NFL. So that's where we stand with the Giants. 60 minutes into the season, zero points, a 40 to nothing loss. Left the field with their, their tail between their legs. Hearing Cowboy fans chant, let's go Cowboys, in their own building. Embarrassing. They didn't do a single thing right on a single play last night. And like I said, it's not Daniel Jones' fault. Because I don't think Johnny Unitas, I don't think Tom Brady, I don't think Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning could have done much better under that type of pressure. Because he didn't stand a chance last night. He was running for his life every single time he dropped back. Every single time. And I heard some people say they, they gave up on the run a little early. Listen... When it goes like that, when it goes south that fast, and you blink an eye and you look up and it's 19 nothing, you really can't run the ball. And, then, and you can't block anybody, so where are you, what are you going to do? They couldn't block anybody. It looked like a high school game where the other team was just, you know, the other team hasn't lost in three years, and this team wins two games every year. 40 to nothing. That's a high school score. They were overmatched. They didn't belong on the field with the Cowboys last night. And they were embarrassed. And now they go to Arizona. That's the gift that they get from this schedule is that they play Arizona, the worst team in the NFL, next. And it's a must win. 
Because if you lose that, you're not beating San Francisco. Let's be real. This team's not going to beat San Francisco. San Francisco looked great yesterday. Brock Purdy looked like a, a fifth-round draft pick. Rather than Mr. Irrelevant. So a lot of questions now from the Giants fans about this team, about this coach. For the first time, they're questioning the coach. The honeymoon's over. Welcome to New York, Brian Dable. This is where you make your name in New York. When it gets tough and you get embarrassed, how do you respond? And I don't want to hear it from next week. Because you could throw 11 guys out there from anywhere and beat the Cardinals. I want to see what you do next Thursday, a week from Thursday, in San Francisco. Come away with a win. Because last year, that's what this team would have done. They were beating teams that were better than them. They were coming from behind. They were a never-give-up, never-say-die team. And that's what this team was. That's what they were from week one last year. In Tennessee, two-point conversion, come from behind, drive, to win the game, get the two-point conversion. One year later, 40 to nothing. It's as embarrassing as the 21-3 that the Braves put on the Mets a couple weeks ago. But this one was in front of of the entire country. Sunday night, sold out building. Week one. Game of the week. I mean, how disappointing. Imagine you paid good money. Those tickets are not cheap. You know, forget about the season ticket holders. They have them. They've been in the families for years. Imagine you went on StubHub. A couple hundred dollars. To sit in the rain. And watch that garbage. The game was over. Eight minutes into the game. It was over. It was over the second the ball got popped out of Barkley's hands. And returned for a touchdown. And Mika Parsons had a great game. Nobody could block him. Dallas still has some questions. It was not a great game from Dallas. It was one of those games that just got out of hand. Pick six. Special teams touchdown. Defensive touchdown. It was 16-19-0, and Dallas had the ball one time in the first half. They ran four plays. They had 19 points. So it's, it's not like Dallas was just marching it down the field and Dak Prescott was marching it down the field. He had like 183 yards passing. I'll get the exact number for you, but it's not, it's not great offensive numbers for the Cowboys. And that's not a testament to the Giants' defense because their defense wasn't, it wasn't great. It certainly wasn't good. It was the best part of the Giants' game, I guess, was their defense. But they folded. They folded like a piece of paper coming out of halftime. Yeah, now I get it. You're not going to win that game 26 nothing and a half. But at least put an effort together. Right out of the half. Dallas, right down the field, right down their throat. Touchdown in like five plays. 33 nothing. And it was bad. It got ugly. And like I said, Dallas didn't let off the brakes. Didn't let off the gas. And you know what? I don't want to hear about running up the score. It's the pros. This isn't high school. It looked like a high school game. It's not high school. It's not college. This was closer to an Oklahoma 
opening week game than it was a Giants-Cowboys game. So nothing, nothing good taken out of last night's game. You got to go back to the drawing board because that team was not ready to play. I don't know if they, they didn't prepare right. I mean, you could say there was no adjustments or game plan, but you can't make adjustments if you're not blocking anybody. Here's the adjustment you got to make at halftime. Block the damn guy in front of you. Let's try that to start. They almost got the quarterback killed, and then he left him in the game at 40 to nothing through the fourth quarter until about a minute left. Imagine he got him hurt. He took out most of his starting offensive line, who, well, let's be real, it doesn't matter because they were terrible. He took out the new tight end. He took out a couple wide receivers. They left Daniel Jones in there to run for his life. $90 million. They just gave him $90 million. They just gave him $40 million a year. And you have him in the game with the second strings down 40 nothing in the first quarter in a rainy MetLife Stadium? He's lucky. Brian Dable's lucky that Daniel Jones didn't get his head taken off last night. And I don't want to hear from the I don't want to even hear from the Giants. I didn't even watch the press conference. I didn't see any of it today. I don't want to hear from him. Because there's nothing you could say. Nothing. That can justify what they did on that field last night. The Jets, Aaron Rodgers tonight. And this thing could very quickly become Jet Life Stadium. I was going to say that they had better weather better weather for tonight's game. It's just a complete opposite feeling as yesterday. About 10 minutes before I went on here, there's clouds all over the place. It's raining. So it looks like, I mean, I think the forecast is you get a good, good decent weather. I think it's going to blow over before kickoff. Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets, Monday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills and... This game is every bit as big as the Giants won yesterday. Division game. Team you can't beat. Team that's been carrying the division. In your building. National television. Let's see how the Jets respond. I hear a lot of people saying today, oh, the Jets are there. Let's hope they're not as bad as the Giants were last night. You can't be worse. You can't possibly be worse than the Giants. Not that I think the Jets are going to go out there and lay a stinker. I think Jets are going to win tonight. But it's a whole other ballgame, Aaron Rodgers, compared to Daniel Jones. And if you look at the great quarterbacks in this league, they don't run around. They run when they absolutely have to. They sit back there, stand, they stand back there upright, they get decent protection, and they just whoosh, 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 flick it right out of their hands. Quick release. Daniel Jones can't make a decision. He runs, and if he happens to see something... Before he crosses the line of scrimmage, he throws it. You cannot survive in the NFL as a quarterback like that. One, they're going to scheme against it and they're going to figure it out real quick. Two, you're going to get yourself killed. Because they're bigger and they're faster than they are in college. So that, that's all I got on the Giants. Back to the Jets. Uh, big game tonight. Big game. Exciting for Jets fans. Spectrum customers myself included, we're not going to be able to watch it. Because I told you last week that they weren't settling this thing and they're not even close. 
They're not even at the bargaining table talking. So, Spectrum customers, go to your friend's house, get to the bar, get there early, get a seat. It's going to be a good one. It's not going to be anything like last night. I think people are underestimating the bills. I think they're underestimating Josh Allen. I don't know why people think it's going to be a letdown year. People are saying that the Bills kind of reached the top of the hill twice and then rolled backwards. And that it's tough to get over the hill when you've tried a couple times and now you, you, know, you get frustrated. I, I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. Because they're still a good team. They still have good players. They're going to be right there. And they're going to compete every bit with the Jets tonight. The Jets are a better team. The Bills are going to be there. I think the Jets win 31-21. But I think the Bills are right in the game for most of it. Aaron Rodgers, an all-time quarterback. First game, the place is going to be rocking tonight. It's going to be filled. They're in the parking lots already. It's going to be a good time. It can't be like last night. The Jets have, like I said, I said this the last couple weeks. It's going to be hard for the Jets to screw this up. They have a great defense. One of the better secondaries in football. They have an all-time quarterback. They have a run game with two guys who are top at their positions in the league. They got new receivers, weapons all over the field for Rodgers. If they can protect him, they're going to be okay. There's only two things I think that could derail the Jets this year. The offensive line being terrible and an injury to Rodgers. Other than that, you're going to be right in the mix the whole season. You should win the division. You should get a home playoff game. And then you just you take your chances from there. But there's a long way to go. It's only week one, game one for the Jets. And it all starts tonight, 8 o'clock. ESPN, Monday Night Football, not on Spectrum. So, I think the Jets win. I told you I got 31-21 is my score. Um, also, Djokovic. Just some quick news and notes from other, other things around. Because I know you probably, at this point you're probably sick of hearing about the Giants and the Jets. Um, Djokovic wins his 24th major. Ties the all-time record with Margaret Court. Ties her record. He's one away. He's going to do it. Djokovic is the best ever. He ran over Medvedev. Straight sets. Easy win last night. Of course, I'm saying it because nobody saw it. Myself included. Because you were watching the 4 o'clock games. We're going to do the rest of the league uh, later this week. Got some guests coming on later this week. We're going to do a couple shows this week. See, this one's audio only. We're going to do a couple shows. There'll be some video. Don't worry. You'll be sick of me by the time the week's over. Um, Yankees. Yankees got no hit for 10 innings. That's right. The Yankees are still playing. The Mets and the Yankees are still playing. And the Yankees' offense has somehow gotten worse. They were no hit by the Brewers for 10 innings. The Brewers broke through, got a run in the 11th. The Yankees tied in the bottom of the 11th and the 12th. The the Brewers got a couple more. They ended up winning the game, sweeping the Yankees. But the big story is Jason Dominguez. The only reason to watch the Yankees 
now at this point in the season is out. He needs Tommy John surgery. There is controversy. He said he he was feeling it on the, over the weekend. He made he made made some comments towards it. The Yankees did nothing about it. Now he needs Tommy John. I'm not blaming the Yankees for it. I'm not. I, it, it is what it is. he went out there play. He's he's probably going to need it anyway. You know, it's one of those things. It, they couldn't have prevented it by pulling him out or getting him treatment. It, it, he was going to need it. And now he's out. He's probably going to be out most of next year. So what looked like might not be a good Yankee team next year just got a lot worse. And a lot less watchable. So that's what's going on. The Giants embarrass themselves. Pick up the pieces. Take care of business against the Cardinals. And then try and win back some of our trust. And show us what you can do against the 49ers on a short week next Thursday. Jets tonight, go get them, Jets. Go out there and, and, and win, the, win a ball game. They should win tonight. It should be a, a party atmosphere. It's a different kind of crowd. A Jets crowd is like a Mets crowd. Giants crowd is like a Yankee crowd. Old-timers, you know, it's just, it's just a different feel. It's going to be a fun crowd. It's going to be a loud crowd. The place is going to be jumping tonight. Aaron Rodgers, I think he has a big game. I think the Jets win by more than a touchdown. And that thing, by the the next time the Giants show up home, it might be JetLife Stadium instead of MetLife. So that does it for us here. Gave you 30 minutes. Um, I'm going to be back on Friday. Uh, We got a couple guests coming on. I'll, I'll get to that. I'll tell you about that on uh, on Friday. We got another big guest next week. A lot of stuff going on with this show. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening. As always, like us. Give us a review. Five stars, please. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. All our social media. Everything going on. We leave you today with some sounds from the weekend that was. In the world of sports. Stan and Judge still on the bags. Volpe in the air. Right center field. Hit well. And this is going to be caught. Oh my goodness. Sal Freelick makes an unbelievable catch. That's the catch of the year. No question. Joey Weaver paid the price. Uribe survives. Ten no-hit innings for the Brewer pitchers.
interesting call. And look at what the poor punt with the best beginning field position, 35 of LA. He's got Hill. That's a touchdown! The sack sets it up. The defense held. The electrifying Hill finishes it off for Tua Tungabaloa. Here's third and four for the Patriots. A lot of empty formation, trying to tire out the D-line. Yes. Intercepted, deflected, and picked off. And running with it is Slay, and he breaks the tackle and gallops to the end zone for the pick six. Empty backfield. Here's Shadour with time. Shadour in trouble. Sanders breaks contain, fires it down the field. Go, go, go. You just won the US Open.